So, Crib, what did you get right this year? I mean, honestly, I feel like I was basically right about, I don't know, everything. <laughs> Just like last year, I'm always right. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Wasn't it you that was saying that Chris Paul has been washed up for five years? Exactly. And you saw what happened in the finals, right? I mean, I'm counting that as a win. I was right again. Okay, here are the times where we kind of, sort of, got some of the stuff right. Well, I got to say this about the Milwaukee Bucks. I think the Milwaukee Bucks are going to win the world championship. I really do. But they got to be the dumbest team. <laughs> they make, between stupid fouls and bad shots, not taking advantage of mismatches, Well, Pat Connaughton, like, isn't as bad as you guys think he is. Bucks in five against the Heat. Yeah, they they win it in six against the Nets. And I think they can, they'll probably beat Philly in seven. Oh. Well, then keep going. They're going to beat Lakers, Philly in five. Over the Lakers in six. I just think DeMar DeRozan is a real pro. Like, if the Bucks are going to play peak playoff basketball in this playoff run, it's going to be in this first round. Everybody's just flipping quarters and trying to have it come up heads. And if you're Chris Middleton and you're a 42, 40, 42% three-point shooter, you're going to flip that quarter and it's going to come up heads 40, 42% of the time. So you need to keep flipping that quarter. Maybe we can get catch one of those Raptors championships where you go up against a superior team, but three of the starters get hurt. But I 100% believe Aaron Rodgers will be in Green Bay. Uh, when, when, when the season kicks off. Brent Forbes is going to win us a, like a big regular season game. Forbes is going to win us a big playoff game. If you look in their rotation, losing Dante DiVincenzo, this, that's the injury you can deal with. The reason that you don't ever want your franchise to wear a clown set is you might randomly be successful in that area and then people will have a level of affection for garbage uniforms to the end of time. Who did Jordan have to go through? Like the team that Detroit, like those Pistons. And I think Miami, it resembles that. But if he makes a comeback, he's 80%. Man, we got a legit chance. And so I'm gonna say uh, Bucks and Six. I think the Chiefs are the better team, but I think they're, they're kind of cursed with all the, you know, blessed curse with all these weapons. They can beat you a million different ways. They've got all these creative play calls and everything. And I just wonder if Tampa Bay is just going to just beat them. If you get past Brooklyn, they should be the world champs. I would just say, hey, give them another three years. Like, to, you know, and if you have to trade love, trade love. But don't don't be surprised if we have one all-star again next year. And I'm, I'm not saying he's an all-star, but I'm kind of wondering if if Bobby Portis randomly was the number three pick in the draft, if we'd all still be looking at him and there'd be a lot of Bobby Portis stuff. Sometimes a coach is like good a couple of places. So Carlisle, he's good with, he's great with the Pacers. He's great with the Mavs. They hadn't won a, a series in a while, but Carlisle's a good coach. Coaching does pass people by at a certain point, um, especially in the NBA. You can do it a little bit longer in football, but I mean, you know, Phil Jackson, right? I mean, th there comes a point where people don't listen to you. Go ahead and take 12 threes, Chris Middleton. Go ahead and take 25 shots. Like, and because you should know your hot zones, that should only be like three or four different spots on the court. And you can go to the fadeaway three times a game and everything else should be threes. And you should take teardrops when they overplay on the pick and roll. 
Like, how hard is that? There, there will be. I don't know what series it will be in. There, there will be multiple Bryn Forbes games uh, in, in, in the playoffs. People are freaking out saying they need to fire Budenholzer in the middle of the season. They need to fire Brooke Lopez. Pat Connaughton shouldn't play. And, like, that's that's how we're getting it now. But if they were to be cruising through, like, what do you, like, we all know what people would be saying about the Bucks is, oh, yeah, it doesn't matter. I have confidence in the Bucks that they could win a series against Brooklyn. I think I even have money on that. So welcome. It's Sunday. The Bucks just got done pretty much just casually handling the Sixers. And so we're going to talk about that maybe a little bit at the end, but we wanted to try something a little bit different on Sundays and just kind of have a little fireside chat. So we got Cool Jay on the show today and and if you've listened to this pod for a minute, so obviously my inclination is always like, well, I could get this person from this area and then I can get another one. And what if we did it with this? Or what if we got them together with my brother or a couple other people? And I, that kind of so much of the concept of the podcast has been just getting a bunch of different people together and kind of having a rowdy talk. But what I wanted to do with this one is just kind of go one-on-one with somebody who I found myself agreeing a lot more with this year, or I thought it was. I thought a lot more of the, the takes were on point, especially kind of when we were going through whatever was going on in the first half of the year with the Griffin stuff and with a lot of this stuff. But, but with all that being said, this is also uh, Cool J is the guy who, on the podcast, 2021, I, I would say a month before, before the playoff starts, the last time he was on was like, I want the heat. We got to beat the heat first. <laughs> we got to take yeah. care of the heat. And we were all like, oh, I don't know about that. Mm-hmm. And and then we and then as everyone knows we that was the start of the glorious uh, championship season. So uh, welcome to the show, man. Hey man, thank you, thank you for having me back, man. Um, a lot has happened since then, but it's been a, a crazy ride, man. Super crazy ride, but yeah, man. Um, I remember that podcast like it was yesterday, and I remember every I would say that to everybody, and they would just look at me like Miami, really, but. I, I don't know. I just to this day, I feel like I just knew like if we got through them. It wasn't going to be nobody else that could get in our way. If if I recall, you even came with some Jordan Pistons. You said Jordan's got to get yes. past the Pistons kind of thing. Yes, because <laughs> it felt like that. It just felt like they were beating us up. And it was like, yo, like we got Drew now. Like we got to fight back, bro. Like and we get them in the first round this time. It just lined up like that for some reason in my head. I don't, I don't know. I just felt it. <laughs> Any other memories from 2021 that you want to share? Were you able to get to some games? Were you able to get to the Deer District? Any of that kind of stuff? I mean, we haven't I talked was, to you since then. I was down at the district uh, the the night of the championship. And, man, I, I got no shame. I cried. I put it on Facebook. I cried like a baby. And I just think it, it was just overwhelming. I've been a fan of the team since I was, what, six, seven years old. So it was like. I never knew, I always like thought about what it would feel like if we won the championship. Like, but it was so far fetched. And then like when it actually happened, 
it was like an overwhelming just rush of I don't even know what. I don't think that would happen again if we won the championship again. I don't think I don't think that that would happen again. But dude, I was down there like bawling my eyes out, like what is going on? And that's just that whole run, that whole just the roller coaster of it. I'll never, ever, 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 ever forget it. So that was that's that's all I got from there, man. It was just it it was crazy. It was something that you just you know like you dreamed about, and then when it actually happens, it's like where am I? Like bizarro world or something. It was crazy. That's it's just so cool. I I kind of hate that I missed out on that, and I I don't I can't cry without music. Or without like the secondary trigger, I can get like the primary <laughs> trigger. But I like I need two yeah. out of three things to hit, right? Which is why yeah. any any movie that hits a certain kind of way, I'll tear up because it's 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 telling you mm -hmm. to cry. But but so many people have said that that it was just like it was just overwhelming. It was just yeah. such, such history and all this like all the games you went to and all the stuff. And that, mm -hmm. that's that's really really awesome. I think, and I put you in the video. I think that might have been something that you just put up somewhere and, and it was from the Hawk series or maybe it was from something else, but I was still just trying to get as many people that I sort of, mm -hmm. you know, quote unquote knew from that. Mm -hmm. but, but yeah, man, that's awesome. Like I, I don't live in Milwaukee no more, but I, I, that's just awesome that everybody, yeah. I mean, just everybody got to be a part of it. And then, you know, for kind of for one, for one crazy couple of weeks, you know, we went from looking like we we're going to get swept by the suns to just. Yeah, that was, that was, uh, that was special. They let off the pyro at the top of Fiserv, and I don't know, everything just around. You just took a look around at everybody, and people were climbing on the flagpoles and taking off the, the flyer. It was like, it was madness, and it was like, oh, like, this is this this is for real, for real. So, I mean, we, we need that. We need that one more time. We need that again, because it was, it was crazy. It was crazy. When your video recorder goes out, it's a real emergency. You want your set repaired quickly by experienced repairman at a fair price. That's what happens when you take your VCR to emergency TV service at 84th and Burleigh. Their experts repair all makes with the care and dedication you expect at... Take your video recorder to emergency TV service, 84th and Burleigh. I kind of wanted to ask ask you about this year. It seemed like there's probably five people I can name, but you were one of the people who was kind of reflecting the dissatisfaction with this team throughout the year or whether we won or lost, just kind of the feeling that I don't know what these guys are on and, mm -hmm. and kind of ran from, from, I don't even want to put words in your mouth, but from Griff to Doc with all this kind of stuff. How 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 have you experienced this year? How are you? How are you? So you like, I think I, I had to go back one time and look at all my tweets because the mentions that I were getting that I was getting, I started to like rub people the wrong way, or I was starting to become like a bad guy. You know what I mean? Like that's how I felt. Like, am mm -hmm. I really a downer on this season? But okay, so I'm into the team. I'm engaged with the team, but I just look for things that translate right. And when we started 30 and 13, obviously everybody knows like easy's record, this, that, and the third. I don't even really care about the record or wins and losses. I just wanted to see how we looked. You know what I mean? And um and and the trends and the patterns. And yeah, we were we went on the stretch when we ran that when we ran the record up where we were just dropping 140 every single night. And that's cool. 
but they weren't playing any defense. Dame and Giannis just didn't. They don't. They they just don't have the. Okay, so like this might be far fetched, but when we got Dame, I in my head I was like Shaq and Kobe. You know yeah. what I mean? Like yeah. or a modern day ver- in my mind, like yeah. the anticipation just went somewhere else. And and I and that's what I expected. And then when we got him, it I mean when we put it on the court, it just didn't mirror that, even though we were winning games. So it was just like, Yeah, we won, but when are we gonna do this? And I started to notice that that was the trend of of my attitude on social media, but I'm just waiting on it. And I think we showed it a couple times. We beat down Boston pretty good. We beat down Denver. And and it was like, cool, okay, it's there. Like, it can happen, but can we get this two games in a row? Where's that Dame that we thought we were getting? You know what I mean? Like, the Damian Lillard that we right. thought was was coming here. Um we still, we still kind of waiting on that. You know what I mean? So it's like he he's he's coming off two really good games out the break. So maybe we about to get there. But I don't know. It, I guess I was just my anticipation was so high, and it just the product wasn't the product hasn't matched it yet. But we still got plenty of time. Yeah, I, I did. I mean, of course, I didn't think you were being negative, but. I mean, to me, that's kind of the whole point. I, pe- pe- I don't, I don't really understand what people want from social media. Where mm-hmm. some people, some people are going to come with a bunch of stats. Some mm-hmm. people, as we found out, want to be the first one to say we got to fire the coach. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you know, some people got to say this, that, and the other thing. All I can do is say, "Boy, it doesn't seem like they're trying hard." <laughs> or, right. Right. Or or, or and. And then later on, it's like, boy, uh, it seems like the body language with Griff and and Portis or different stuff is bad. And and mm-hmm. and and it seems like anytime you say that somebody had come at you with some graph or some in the yes. last ten games, this and that, or the plus minus yeah. of this and the, the square root of this apartment. And <laughs> and for me, it was like, well, what are we talking about? Exactly. You, exactly. you know that that's what I'm here. That's what no, I'm sorry, here go to ahead. Say. I'm sorry. I just feel like I just feel like um. The debate always became: Is it the coaching or the players? When it, when the whole time it was a combination of both. So I don't think anybody at any point in the season was wrong. I think it was you that said like everybody has a way to feel, how has the right to feel however they want to feel about the season so far. You know what I mean? And like, because nothing anybody was saying or has been saying has just been just dead wrong. It's just how do we put it together? What are we doing to put it together? Is there enough time to put it together to save this season? Yeah. And at times, at times, it just felt like uh, there's too much happening to realistically think we could like win it all. You know what I mean? Yeah. I I like to I like to compare previous seasons. Like I did this before in the podcast. I like to think about like past examples. And I've I've been thinking about the 2021 playoffs and like all the hurdles that it took to get to where we had to go. You know what I mean? Like we got the very best of KD. We got the very uh, best of um, when I ain't gonna say we got the very best of Atlanta. We didn't. But Atlanta came in here and beat us in Milwaukee. You know what I mean? It was just Giannis almost went down. 
it was so draining. And then you look at this team and it's like, do y'all have that in y'all to, to ride that ride all the way through? You know what I mean? We losing in Memphis before the All-Star break. It's hard. It's hard for me to. It's hard for me to get behind the idea without the evidence. Like I need y'all to show me. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's just that's just kind of where I where I've been at to to date to, to now. Even you know what? I, I, and I said I wasn't going to talk too much, but even I was thinking now when you watch Dame, even the way he dribbles now, he I, I used <laughs> to dribble like he's dribbling now on some <laughs> hard. I'm going to cross you. Like he'll be 40 feet from the hoop and he'll go through his legs behind his back, <laughs> through his legs behind his back, and you're like this. I'm like, oh, he's charging his shot, whether he shoots <laughs> or not. And it was such the body language for everybody was kind. It was just. Like Dame was so passive, except for mm-hmm. odd. And other people, you could kind of tell. I mean, and obviously, we had to get used to a new cast of characters and all this other kind of stuff like that. But it, again, I mean, I, I think everybody kind of made the joke that maybe the All Star game will turn some kind of corner. But yeah, I do think these dudes just decided they were going to start trying after the All Star game, regardless. You know? Yeah. Yeah, that's what it looks like. That's what it looks like a complete 180 from that Memphis game. You know what I mean? Like they don't look, they don't, they they just have more intent. That they haven't forced this many turnovers. I and I don't know how long in these games. Like they're going on 17 to 5 runs and 20 to yeah. you know what I mean? Out of these two games out of the break. So it's like they literally are just trying harder. You could just you could just tell. And and, and they're also um producing like it's one thing to to try hard but then they knocking down open shots beasley's back hot uh dame is is timely hot and and Giannis playing the best ball of his career i feel like he's having one of his best seasons so it's just like yes the, the intent is there and it does look like they just decided like all right when we come back it's on like that's that that is what it looks like if you had to describe a platonically perfect playoff or if you ask me to like a perfect game or a perfect playoff game to me the perfect game would be like today that dame starts out really hot and maybe the second unit chris gets going a little bit and then Giannis has done a few things but then all of a sudden people are like i don't know what kind of game he's having and then he's got Mm -hmm. all this energy for the third and fourth quarters to like Mm -hmm. really not like the games where we start where he charges at the wall Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes that can work, but it's it's kind of different. I think he's gotten so much. I give him so much credit for improving his layups the last couple yes. of years. Where now he he's slowing down and finding different angles in a, in, in a really different way. Yes, and, and if he's fresh going into the second half, it's just game over. Yes, you know, but and, that's exactly what I want. Go ahead. And and I think the sole purpose for Dame being here, right, is so that Giannis don't have to take off take on the wall so much, and that gravity is is just shifts. Um, against Minnesota, he was getting the ball. They would come in, they would come in, cut off Dame, and he would get the ball and just be able to get downhill. And he had so much freedom to do. That's why he's throwing all these freaky, weird passes because it's yeah. like these these drop offs into the dunker and those over the head passes to the corners. Because when Dame is playing formidable, like we know him to be, we're 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 now just now starting to see how that really opens up everything for Giannis and his passing. You said his layups and his layups are way up, but some of these passes he's doing right now is just like, yo, like you, you're, you're really in your bag. You know what I mean? But I think that starts with yep. 
with, with Dame. Like you said, he's coming down with intent now. He's coming down. He's pounding the ball. He's tweening before he gets to have. It's like he he got the look in his eyes. He's he's doing it. And now we're starting to see how that. Yeah. So I'm I'm excited. These last two games have been like yeah, for real. I also think it comes he. Those passes are coming because five tenths of a second earlier he decides to pass. Whereas I think before he was thinking, you know, if mm-hmm. it's tw- if it's twenty nineteen, he's thinking I- I'm probably still just gonna dunk on whoever's yep. there. Yeah. And now he's like, well, I've kind of taken my two steps. I can maybe do something else. But he decides that much quicker. Okay, mm-hmm. there's a guy open on the on the elbow. There's a guy open on the wing. I'm gonna. Yeah. I've already decided. It's like Magic Johnson. Like I've already decided where this is gonna go, and, mm-hmm. and it's, it's freeing up some stuff. I also thought today. I thought. Today in Minnesota, I think kind of the people are attacking closeouts. We can probably talk about whether we want people to attack closeouts, but I, I think there is a lot more of like Portis fake move, Crowder fake yeah. move. And there's obviously turnovers sometimes come with that, but it does seem like like the ball get, got to the dunker a lot of times today because it was five, six, seven, eight passes, some of these yeah. some of these possessions. Yeah. It's everything. My, my, my word that I'm using right now is intent. Like everything looks in, in intentional. It doesn't look like they just lollygagging or everything looks it, it looks sharp and it doesn't always work on both ends. Like there's right. they're still having defensive lapses. They're still, you know, and Doc Rivers will call that super quick timeout to reel them back. You know what I mean? So it's it's still a work in progress, but the intent is is definitely there. The intensity, the 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 I don't know, the ex, that extra that extra uh, pizzazz that I didn't think that of all the things that I did, of all the things that, um, how do I want to say this? Of all the things that I expected them to be, I didn't think that they would have lack of motivation for some reason. You know what I mean? Because yeah. of the anticipation coming into the year. I, I thought that if anything, every game was going to be, they were chasing that, they were chasing the hype. You know what I mean? They were they were chasing the idea of living up to these crazy expectations that Damian Giannis w- was going to have playing together. But that's that's a me thing. And I got I gotta realize like the perspective is really a championship. You know what I mean? Yeah. So so that first 45 games, first 50 games, even even though I thought they would have wanted to come out like Shaq and Kobe, that's not the main goal. You know what I mean? So hopefully. This energy that we're seeing right now just continues to carry through. The thing related to what you say that I always have to remind myself is like, if I was hooping and I was up 14 and then all of a sudden it was up eight, mm-hmm. I'd be full of confidence and ready to go. But you're like watching it just furious, like you're going to blow mm-hmm. it, you're going to blow it. But, but like if you're playing, you're like, hey, they're not even, you know, they're not even within six. They're not even right. two possessions. And you, and you know that. But yeah. when you're watching it, you're just like you've seen so many good and bad games. It's just like, oh, this is how we blow it. Here it comes. Here mm-hmm. comes the run. But but they know. I mean, they're playing. They know it's a game of runs. Mm-hmm. And I always have to check myself and be like, okay, they they probably they have a million games and a million practices, and this just kind of is what it is. Yes. And and Doc, of all the things that I did not like that Doc said uh, over the All Star break, he said something about how short of the time he's actually even been in Milwaukee since he got the team. And I'm like, that makes sense, dude. You know what I'm saying? Like, just yeah. just if for myself, it's like, okay, relax just a little bit on these dudes. Like, Doc Rivers been in Milwaukee, what, what did you say, three days? 
since he three total days or four total days or something like that since he uh took over. So it's like, all right, I I, I guess I can breathe a little bit, but it's hard to do that when they look like they looked in Memphis or they or when Miami came in here and Dame looked like the third, fourth best guard on the court. You know, that that's the stuff that irks me. Like this team shouldn't of all the things, this team shouldn't lack motivation, but it's a team full of old, like old veterans. Like they, yeah. they know they, they are still steering the ship, you know. And, and I gotta just keep we. I, I keep saying I because, like I said, I know my Twitter. It, it, it got it's, it's been. I've been, bru- I've been tough on them this year, but I, I do understand. I, for anybody that's listening, I do understand. I'm gonna keep being tough on them, but I get it. <laughs> I get it. It's the whole point, right? It's the, it's the whole point. I probably at this point have a misaligned or a misunderstanding of the team because if I'm working late or if I have something else going home and and I check the group chat or I check Twitter or I check wherever mm-hmm. and and like you said I don't watch that heat game everybody was telling me he was going terrible I'm like nah. man I kept check I kept peeking but it was just like okay uh the Grizzlies oh the, you know just see like 27 messages they're not taking the Grizzlies this is trash all these yeah. side comments and I'm like oh okay I guess I'll check on the fourth quarter and I've never been like that with NBA basketball but it's mm-hmm. just like okay if y'all don't care uh maybe mm-hmm. you'll care later you know yeah yeah so I, I mean and me I just those are gimmies right Maybe not. Miami ain't never really truly been a gimme. But that Memphis game before the break, it's just like what I hate is that people when I when I'm grilling them on the timeline, they be oh, but Boston lost to blah blah blah, and 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 Dallas lost to blah blah blah. The Lakers lost to such and such, and it's just like it's not about it's not about that. That to me, yeah, we're on our own quest, right? Yeah, and and okay, maybe. It's not the end of the world. It's not doom and gloom. But I want. I don't want our quest to resemble. I want to beat everybody, bro. You know what I mean? Like I want to beat everybody. Like this is this is what was ingrained in my head when we got Dame. Like we we can beat Memphis. We should be able to beat Memphis without half their team, with half the people in Cancun, like like Doc said or Cabo, whatever he said. Like what it, we yeah, should we should still be yeah. able to win that game. You know what I mean? Like yep. Yep. that's that's. I want to beat everybody. So I don't want to hear the excuses about who else lost to Memphis or who else lost to such and such or who else Tyler Hero went all crazy on. I don't like that excuse. I don't like I don't like really much any excuses. If we're playing out our best and we get beat, that's fine. I'm will if we're playing like we play, we've played out of the break and we lose, you will not see me going crazy on this team. I promise you. But some of the losses that we got and it's a lot of them just did not fly right with me. You know what I mean? Yeah. And hopefully that hopefully that's out the out the door now. We'll see. And what I really respect about you and a few others, I mean, I think everybody was probably a little bit different five years ago. Mm-hmm. But I personally, and I, you can rail about this sometimes on a pod. Not the hugest accounts, but kind of the mid-tier accounts that just mm-hmm. kind of feel like they're middlemen for Giannis propaganda or like, or, or, or you know, or they're like, hey, mm-hmm. he put this up on, on his live or he put this mm-hmm. up and, they, and they're just, it's like, well, I can follow that if that I want, if I want that. I don't need like, like this morning, 
or this afternoon, I guess it's like, well, Doc Rivers says Middleton could be back, but it might be another week or another whatever else. And somebody, right. I, I won't mention a name, but somebody will retweet and be like, hey, they say Middleton's getting healthy. And it's like, I don't just <laughs> just retweet it if that's all you got to say. Exactly. And so there's a lot of like, if, if they end up winning the title this year mm-hmm. or, or having a good run, I know that. I know that some of my tweets are in drafts for people to be like, Oh, see, you know, like we're we're working on a whole different coach. We're working on a whole different thing there. There, I think there are a lot of bud loyalists still. There's a whole bunch of stuff. And I just kind of respect the people who just don't worry about that. I can't even worry about any of that stuff at all. Nah, I know that I'm bookmarked. I I know. (laughs) I know I'm bookmarked. And and my bio, like right now on Twitter, my, my bio is I'd be wrong all the time. Because we don't got the, we don't got the answers like we don't, right. I, I don't know I only can go off of I've been a basketball fan my whole life I only can really base it off of um what I've seen you know what I mean and and what they show if the, the Bucks you were, were right. showing these things I can't just assume that they're gonna be okay when the playoff another thing that I don't like is you I just can't see them losing four out of seven like how come you can't they, <laughs> they keep they keep seen a lot of it. That. Yeah, they lose to anybody. Like, how can how can you not? You know, I just I never liked that theory. Not just about the Bucks, but for any, I just can't see them losing four out of seven. Uh, you, yeah. I didn't think we would. I didn't think we was gonna lose four out of five last year, and that happened. You know what I mean? So it's right. it's like that's. I don't know. I just I need the evidence. That's how I've always been. Show me, show me. The main reason why I won in Miami is because it's like all right. Let's not waste no time on on uh, throwaway first round theories. Show me you can get through the person that gives you problems, and then I'll know we've we've progressed. You know what I mean? Let's not right. waste no time. Give me Miami right now, and then we'll and then we'll go from there, or we won't go from there. We'll be at, back at home, and then we can just change everything. That's that's how I like it. So yeah, man, I know I'm bookmarked. I know they waiting on me, but. I, I'll laugh along like, hey, man, I don't like, care. Shoot, I'm glad to be wrong. Right. Yeah. If you're like, wait, wait. And none of you are my friends. Right. Right. You're, right. A, bunch of, you're a bunch of strangers. That's right. right. OK, I don't right. care. That's, I'm cool. I'm cool. I don't care. I'll retweet it and everything. Like, right. Yeah. yeah. Like I, I, I this weekend, somebody was like, there's a couple like, oh, that's a bad look for you, bro. Or it used to be so much fun. <laughs> and I'm like, did I, did I used to be so much fun? We, yep. just, we just they turn, they we turn just, it on me, too. And just, I'm just like. <laughs> hey man are, are they showing you I, I think i asked somebody are you having fun like right i forgot after what loss it was but it was just like you you can't be having fun right now you know what i mean and i had a okay maybe it was a semi bad take but i stood by it i asked somebody did you have more fun on uh have you had more fun this season or i forgot what season i don't know if it was the 16 17 season or, or 17 18 i don't know one of those uh last of jabari parker joe prunty whatever one of those seasons and i just felt like okay yes being a contender is it's not fun because of the expectations i get the word i get expectations i get it that makes it not fun but we've had fun on teams that performed better than this one. Yeah. And they had expectations too. If you get what I'm trying to say, like, like when Bud first got here, like those seasons were fun. 
along with expectations. I, those you can have both. I feel like, and this season has not been fun. It's been very, very, very dramatic. Um, we in the media for all the wrong reasons a lot of the time. Um, it's it's under uh, underperforming for a lot of different players. So it hasn't necessarily been fun. It, it hasn't been a flop. I mean, we're still here, obviously. we top three. But it's, it just hasn't been fun. And I asked somebody, like, I remember the 17, 18. And, yeah, okay, we wasn't expected to do anything. And we were still fringe and blah, blah, blah. But it was fun. Like, I remember having fun. Like, they used to just run fast breaks and just dunk on people. You know what I mean? And yep. and I don't know. I I like I said, it was a semi-bad take, but I stand by it because it's like we came into this thing thinking that we were going to have fun and thinking that we were going to just – and it hasn't really been that yet. So we'll see. Well, we'll one, see. one of the things I rail about kind of just every offseason where we don't win a title is that everybody kind of looks into the light from Men in Black and they kind of forget <laughs> what, like, what happened, why mm-hmm. did it happen? And of course, and, and again, I'm not putting any more of the blame on Chris than anybody else, but people forget, you know, you're talking about the big three, big four, big five. You forget what Chris and Bledsoe and Brogdon and mm-hmm. Drew, but like, these are the characters that we're talking about. We're talking about the main characters, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> it, it, Giannis, like we don't win that, that Timberwolves game the other night if Giannis doesn't, hit most of his free throws it seemed like yes. or at least the ones i was watching i mean like he's gotten a lot better a lot of this stuff so yes you know we we know what that was but like you forget how good and bad bud was at different times all that stuff yes. kind of gets memory hold and then like if i respect your opinion if you've done again not that anybody has to show me anything but if a person has shown me enough where i'm like they just like talking ball or whatever else mm-hmm. th- then it's then whatever you have to say is fine but if we have to argue, that, that's why Griffin is such a, a, a big Joker Trump card for me, because it's like, so if we're talking about record, we know what Griffin's record was. And we could spend mm-hmm. two hours, we could spend two hours talking about that. Mm-hmm. And actually, I think that's the thing that football has against basketball because it's less games. And so everybody kind of has a everybody. First of all, so many more people watch it. So more people have an opinion. But like. Like if you have a team with a bad offensive line, you're just like, well, I don't care what you tell me. I don't care if we're seven and four. We're not going to win without a right. line. You know, there's certain things right. you can kind of say, like, boy, if we don't if we don't shore this up, we can't win. Like, if we don't have a yes. field goal kicker. We're we're not. This is gonna this is gonna cost us. Right. But with the Bucks, there's so many stats. There's so many. I feel like so many people are invested in the MVP or this kind of stuff. Or there's so many mm-hmm. narratives that I think people kind of lose the thread, and. And we're just we're a 10 game stretch away from everybody being like, see, I can't believe people lost faith in the Bucks." And it's like, yeah. no, they were trash, dude. They were yeah. tra- they were trash in November. And I was very Griffin positive. Mm-hmm. But but like the, the, how can the I can't think of a team like the Pacers, the Pacers own this like rock the season series against us. Like these mm-hmm. these bad teams like the Cavs, like the, the Cavs and the Pacers aren't as good as us. Exactly. And, I, and I can't think that I can't think of that happening in a long time. Like going back to 2019, Bud, where it's like, man, we got the Raptors, but now we got to go to Toronto. What a big game. And all these games, mm-hmm. you know, all these big slugfests. And now it's like, I have no idea what Milwaukee Bucks team is going to show up. Yeah. For, for, and for that's, the first that's 50 games. The, yeah. And that's the, the, um, the, what's the word? I'm like, that's the frustration, like with the team, because you, we didn't think, 
I didn't say, okay, I won't go so far as to say we were going to be world beaters, but I definitely came into the season thinking Boston was the only threat. I'm that's that's my mindset. Like yeah. Boston was when they got uh Drew, I'm like, okay, well, there's only one true team that's stopping us from and then as we progressed, it, you started realizing, like, dude, there is a uh crap load of teams that are bad matchups the way that we were playing before. You know what yeah. I mean? Like and, and and I wasn't expecting this. And then sometimes I just think the Bucks are just dumb. Like I, it, it's it's like Malik Beasley is trying his hardest, and I respect <laughs> right. him for it. And I really, right. really, really like Malik Beasley. But come on, man! Like, are we really going to finish these eighty-two with him guarding the best primary defender? You know what I mean? Like, or right. uh, offensive player? I mean, the best primary offensive player. And um, it's just it's just things that we do that. Other teams are just, they just seem smarter all the time. It's like, why can't we be the smartest team in the room? And, and yeah, man, that that first, that, like I said, I thought we were going to come in here differently. And we were, we're not that far off. The record has never been disappointing. But you get lost, you can't get, the performance didn't always reflect the record. And I know that sounds crazy, but. Not to me. Yeah, it just didn't, right? And right. and and I got if we did this, if me and you were uh sitting right here doing this two weeks ago, my tone would be so much different. It would be so much more aggressive. But these last two wins out of the break, I got I feel something. You know what I mean? Like I feel yeah. like okay, you know, like maybe maybe y'all were right. Maybe they just was waiting for the right time to ramp up because that's what it looks like after after beating Minnesota and beating Philly. So. We we'll see now. Now my tone is we'll see. But if we did this before the All Star break, I I would yeah I would really be bookmarked. They would they would be getting sound bites from me because right. I, I was I was not happy. But and, and and that's the whole point of sports, man. This the whole mm-hmm. point of everything. The whole point of everything is wow. We're mm-hmm. gonna see a good one tonight. Yeah, I, I think I, I think. I think Giannis is better than Joker or whatever the case may is. Boy, we're going to see tonight. That's why mm-hmm. Embiid, like these guys don't want to play. It's like, no, I want to see Embiid versus Jokic. And I want to see Giannis mm-hmm. versus Jokic. I want to see Giannis versus Embiid. I want to see all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, when it's evenly met. I mean, it's 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 the thrust of competition. That's kind of the whole point of watching, you know. Yes. And then after a while where, and I mean, look, I thought. Man, I got, I just got to be on. And I miss, I miss, I miss my homies from, from Phoenix and, and most years we did All Star Weekend bigger than the Super Bowl. We were always over somebody's house for Super Bowl, but but we were definitely had like a dunk contest night and a All Star game. There was always two parties. Yeah, and, and man, I'm here by myself, and the All Star game is on in the background. I didn't really watch the dunk contest. We watched a movie. I was kind of checking my phone to see what was happening. I kind of mm-hmm. watched the game. I was I've just been so disenchanted with kind of the whole the way everything has been going. And for me personally, like, I don't love Giannis as much as some people, but like, I'm invested in his legacy. I think I've been saying for a long time that like, I don't think people really grasp how historically how high he can come up. But if it, but, Mm -hmm. but I've been, I've been sensitive this whole time, like 2021 cannot feel like a fluke. And it's okay if it like perk or somebody random says it, even though they got a lot of uh, exposure or whatever, but like once the streets and once everybody is kind of like, yeah, 
then we get back to Kevin Durant's foot and Kyrie got yeah. tripped and all this kind of stuff. And then it, it seems fluke. Even to me, it seems fluky. Like if, mm -hmm. like if we lose, like we lost with Drew against the Celtics, where it was like, wow, we really had them. And we just, we played hard and couldn't quite get it every year. But after mm -hmm. that heat series, I just don't think people knew what people were going to say about Giannis is, Oh, now you get Dame Lillard and it's still not enough. Now you're even worse. Right. <laughs> oh, now you got two, you've had three coaches in a year, you know, and, and it just, I just hate that everyone would be right. Even if I'm right. Cause I've been saying it, I don't want to be like right about this stuff. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I feel like I don't think, okay, me personally, I don't think that, okay, my vibe from the media is that I think that they respect the championship, right? I just don't, I think they don't like it. They just don't like it. Right. I get a vibe from ESPN and, and whatever media outlets, they just don't like that Giannis is, he just won't leave here. You know what I mean? Like he just won't, he just won't come to their side, you know? So yes. it's 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 like shade. They still respect it. That 2021 finals is probably one of the best final series in like the last 10 years. But and I think everybody kind of knows that. But whenever they get a chance to throw shade on it, they do with the KD foot or the Kyrie injury or whatever they want to say. They were counting the counting the free throws. You know, when the crowds were counting free throws down and all of that, they they just want they shade it because they don't like it. But I think I think that they respect it. I think when you when you just said something about Giannis's legacy, when I think about Giannis's legacy, I think it's still in the balance, like it, obviously, but it's it's teetering because okay, he can be on like the pantheon, like you know, Duncan, uh I guess you got to be like four more to, to say Jordan or Duncan or, but you know, that, that, that tier of greatness, he, he can still get there or he can kind of just have that one championship like Dirk and, and Dirk is a legend and he, Dirk is solidified, but you got to go really pull Dirk's resume to know just how great he was versus Right. When you say somebody else's name, like I, Tim Duncan just keeps coming to my head, so I'm going to say Tim Duncan. When you say Tim Duncan, you know what, what Tim Duncan represents, right? And and it's like Giannis is still teetering. And if he can't get that, if he can't get that multiple championship cloak over him or whatever you want to call it, then you might it, it might you might have to be like, yeah, you you'll say Giannis's name. But it, it'll be, I feel like it'll be like Dirk or it'll be like KG where you have to like, you know who they are. You know what they represent, but you have to go dig in to see just how great this person really was. Yep. Versus being, you just say their name and it's like, oh man, you know. So that's how I feel about his legacy. But that's still in the balance. If him and Dame can get, I think he only, if Giannis can get one more here, that might equal three or four if he was on a on a in a in a big market. Yep. You know what I mean? Like on the Lakers or on the Celtics or whatever. Like if he can get two in Milwaukee, that's that's more than Kareem did. So mm -hmm. I, it's it's just it plateaus him for me. But I don't know it's and, to be and, seen. And it. Slightly different and obviously a different era, but it definitely puts him in that 
Elijah Wan conversation of yes. what people would be like when he was yes. on. And, and he has two, because I think, look, I know we remember, but I think for a lot of people, like when I was growing up, it was Elijah Wan, Ewing, Robinson, and then Shaq came. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it was like, and then Shaq, Shaq very quickly once, I mean, I guess it wasn't very quickly, but at the end, Shaq had way more rings. Mm -hmm. But at the time, I think Ewing was almost like Embiid, where I think some people might not even remember that he never got one. And it was yeah. like a bunch of people got one. Now we know Jokic has one, Giannis has one, Embiid has none. Mm -hmm. But but I think for a lot of people, 10, 15 years have passed and it would all kind of feel like the same. You know, mm -hmm. But it's like, no, if he gets two and if he gets it against the Nuggets or if he gets it like – because, I mean, he's getting older now too. I mean, he's got to have one more run at his best mm -hmm. to really put him in that. Man, when he was on, you couldn't do anything class, Yeah, which is where you really want to be. It's not That's so much about the be. rings. It's just like, wow. Like when Elijah was on, it was like, oh, wow. He, he just owned the league. It didn't seem like he was supposed to own the league, but he just took over the league. And that, that's, mm -hmm. that's what I want for him. But I, I really think I wasn't too concerned, I guess, to change subject slightly. The Doc Rivers comments didn't bother me so much just because everything has bothered me so much that I. it's just like, yeah. okay, one more thing, yeah. one more thing, one more thing. I, I do think Rivers... Well, let me, I'll, I'll pose this in a, in a form of a question, I guess. How do you think that's working out? Do you think they're going to ultimately respect him? I mean, he, he's he got a big name and then it was kind of, you know, people are Beverly. It's been all these people, Reddick and Beverly is people going back and forth on some people love him. Some people hate him. Some ex-players swear by him. Some are like, he, he ruined my career. Mm -hmm. It's just a lot of this kind of stuff. Going. There's been too much stuff to talk about. I <laughs> like, think. Right. I think we got the right locker room for him. Um, I think we got a locker room full of like good guys. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. And 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 the edgy players that we have are doc. They're they're doc edgy players. You know what I mean? So, yeah, this this locker room suits him. I think he is right in in the way of he's the right guy in the way of. Like you said, it's it's a respect. I think he came in the door with respect. He came in the door speaking positivity into Pat Connaughton in the media when everybody was like, don't ever put him in the game again. You know what I mean? And it's like, stop stop playing him. But it's Doc. Doc's the one in the press conference saying he's going to help us later. Like, he's yep. that coach that that's going to do those things. My reservation about him was I don't believe I don't believe in him. It's it's been way too long since he's done anything of like relevance. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, so it's like why I, never in a million years did I think that we would be a chapter in the Doc River saga. Never, ever, ever, ever did I think the Bucks would be um a part of his of his story. You know what I mean? But but here we are. But there are things that he brings that he's gonna that we that we will need like Pat Connaughton is like hitting all net threes right now the last couple of games like maybe he was right maybe Pat maybe he can get the last little bit out of there I don't know I wanted to see um especially after we got uh Patrick Beverly I wanted to see Ajax stay in the rotation yeah just because I just feel like I don't know those two together he he can just learn so and he still can practice in the scrimmage and all of that stuff. But on the court, I just felt like okay, even if he does file every couple of minutes, just let him file out. We got 
you know, whatever. Those are expendable files. We, let them let them learn and let them because we just needed that youth and that bounce and that pop. But um, Doc don't play young guys. He don't. He might find one dude that he's enamored with. He'll throw him out there like AJ Green for a little while. But now we, we won't see none of those guys. And I think Adrian Griffin were, was going to play those guys all the way through. And I was excited for that. But I don't know. So when it comes to Doc, it's like there he's gonna bring he's he's gonna bridge the team together. That emotional thing. It, this this roster was was meant for him for that transition to be smooth. It it seems to me. Well, even you said mentioning playing the young guys. It seemed to me, Griffin, we can almost go backwards now and say he was almost playing the young guys to try to scare the old guys or something. Yeah. Like I, or yeah. just just like screw y'all, like I'm gonna do I'm gonna play them now too, and sometimes yeah. play two of them at the same time. I, I don't all right. Here's my quick I, I'm sure I've said versions of this. I mean, look, I did a whole podcast on this when it happened. Mm-hmm. The thing with Griff to me. The thing that still leaves a bad taste in my mouth is you got to think about, I mean, obviously everybody's an individual, but power in business or in sports moves a certain kind of way. Mm-hmm. And the Bucks already don't have one owner, but we can extrapolate to me a lot from like, why is Horse the GM? Horse is the mm-hmm. GM, like improbably Horse became like really good at his job or uh, you know i don't know how mm-hmm. much credit people get for this that or the other but obviously like i don't think any bucks fan would say horse is like bad at his job right right, right? and he he makes there, there's always trades there's always something going on he's trading second round picks for cash he's doing you mm-hmm. know or vice versa like i don't think anybody would say he was bad but to me mm-hmm. putting that aside the instinct I would guess, and again, I don't know, I don't have an athletic subscription, I'm not a reporter. It would just seem to me that management is like, we hire people that we can control. Yes. And so you hire Griffin, and yes, Giannis wanted him, or maybe he just didn't want Nick Nurse or whatever else, but the idea is like, okay, we're going to put a black face on this, but we're going to get, um, what's his name from the, we're going to get uh, Stotts. Like, hey, we got it locked down. We got this guy, and he's a little rough around the edges, and he kind of talks like, "Unk." But also, don't worry about it because we got like a shadow coach. Right. <laughs> we got right. like this other thing. Right. Like, and that's how power moves, right? That's how, like, mm-hmm. it, I mean, they got their guy, right? They got their, mm-hmm. they, they had their man on the inside, and and so then he fires, or their man on the inside walks away because he's not doing it, and they're like, "Hey, no problem." We'll have Doc Rivers as a consultant. Right? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. No, it n- nothing is happening by mistake or by accident. They they always are uh covering their bets or you, you know, they, they always are protecting the investment, whatever phrase you want to use for that. They they have their hands on every single move. I just think the mistake was if you if you felt you had to do all of that. To hire Adrian Griffin, get a consultant and get another guy that, you know, you can plant under him. Then what? Just don't hire him. You know, I I, right. I I just thought it was that simple. He maybe he's just not the guy like for the job. OK, Giannis might have said nice things about him. Giannis might have even handpicked him. But if you felt like you had to because they made they fired him. 43 games into the season without making a roster move that. 
without making a move first to help the team. And we had clear, we had clear uh, problems with the team. There was clearly things missing, like a, a roster move was needed. We all knew it. Even at 30 and 13, we knew that something was off. And they still jumped straight to firing him first before doing anything with the team. That means like you y'all y'all never trusted this guy to begin with. You know what right. I'm saying? Like y'all right. y'all never y'all y'all were never bought in like you said you was. He was never the coach. Yeah, like, exactly. Exactly. And you just can't. I mean, then you come into the media and you say, "Well, we don't got time to waste and blah 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 blah." But y'all, I mean, this we started off wasting time. You know what I mean? We were wasting right. time before we even tipped off. Like cuz you never even wanted the guy that you that you hired to coach this team to a championship. And then he got off to a, 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 a very good start. And, and he still wasn't your coach. You know what I mean? So there was nothing that he could really do. And, and then once the players turned on him, like, like, like they make it seem, it was really over. But I don't know. We just got off on the wrong foot. Doc yeah. finessed him for, for $40 million. That's <laughs> so funny. <laughs> you know, like, Doc just looked at the back door like, oh, okay, yeah, I'll yeah. get paid. Like, you know, like. I'll coach Giannis and Dame and, yeah. and make 40 M's. So that 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 was a mess. <laughs> I can't that I can't believe I can't believe they hired me. I don't know why they hired me. I, exactly. I was surprised. Exactly. <laughs> like, okay, like one day I woke up my phone rang and blood. Like, he's nah, speed like, dial number one for them. Like exactly. they've been consulting with him. And mm-hmm. he, he was telling Griffin he was supposed to be the Obi-Wan Kenobi for Griffin. Mm-hmm. Like he was supposed to be the one to be like, hey, this is how you do this. Cause mm-hmm. I guess they, at least at the beginning, maybe they believed in his scheme. Now look, maybe they just never believed in his schemes. I don't know. Right. But uh, it's just, it, it, it's so odd to me because I don't know. Cause obviously you got to give Bootenholzer a lot of respect. Bootenholzer, like yes. we won a championship with Bootenholzer. So you have to give him respect. But everybody was like, it ran its course, lot, lot, lots of stuff. Like George Carl ran his course, Scott Skiles yeah. ran his course. Like coaches, you know, hey, it was re- it was real good. Now we got to get somebody yeah. else, right? Yeah, yeah. And for people who talk about Bud, I, I just always play the you got go back to the highlight of us not calling a timeout after Butler hits that alley oop, right? It's mm-hmm. just like it, it was just kind of like free basketball, play random, all that kind of stuff, right? Exactly. Give give him his flowers, but like we ran through that. But, exactly. But did they really like bud and just felt like they had to make a change or that's the thing I'm never really quite sure about. I think so. I think that's exactly it. I think after losing to the AC, he couldn't come back. Even, even if they wanted that, you know what I mean? It just, it ran its course, like you said, but I think they always liked them and never wanted to see him gone, but that's, you gotta, you, you have to continue to evolve. You know what I mean? Why you got Giannis, you have to, you can't stand. You you gotta some things are unacceptable. And the way that we lost those games in that series, giving up those leads, giving up the alley you yep. Drew Holiday never Giannis never full time checked Jimmy in that series, even though we saw firsthand that it worked when we beat him a couple years prior. And we never went back to that. Same coach, same player, same everything. And we just, I don't know. That's what I was saying earlier about us not always being the smartest team in the room. Like sometimes we're just dumb. And that happened too often with under under Bud. You know what I mean? So yep. even if they loved him to death, I think they had he he had to go. Same with Drew Holiday. Like that ran is that ran his course. course. Yep. Yep. And and it, it sucked because like that's our guy. He became our guy. You know what I mean? And 
when he got here, we finally got it done and we'll always have that memory. But he had a couple of postseasons to solidify himself here, kind of in a way that Chris uh seemed to do, you know what I mean? And 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 have a big series, have a big but those shooting nights that he had, it just showed that he couldn't handle that spot. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then we had to get somebody that could. Because it was regular season oh. buckets. It's 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 he yeah, exactly. it's he check buck him and Chris to, to diff, varying degrees, but the, in a regular season step back threes, man, Drew Holiday, like you could, um, mm-hmm. I, I, I don't even have to describe it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Hop, 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 step back, hot, wet, right? Yes. <laughs> it's like yes. regular season threes, but he just couldn't. I mean, again, it, it was against Boston, and then it was against mm-hmm. Miami. You can say that's the the creme de la creme of the East or whatever, but it just, you know, I I probably got a little madder. Again, speaking to people who you know, get mad about stuff, but I felt like I was fairly annoyed. The Bucks Twitter was like, yeah, we're glad he's gone. He sucked, but it's really more the other thing. Like, man, it was so great, but it ran its course mm-hmm. and we, and, and he's really a combo guard. He's not really a point guard and yeah. kind of, kind of the whole thing. And it was like good riddance. And, and I'm still yeah. not sure. I'm, I'm not sure on that part yet. I'd have been a lot more sad if it wasn't for Dame, like for Dame, I, I just understood at the, at the time, you know yeah. what I mean? Like you don't not do that. That's a dream. You dream to bring somebody of that caliber with Giannis is just, just period. Just, you know, we, we talked ourselves into, into, and I, I won't take it from, I won't take it away from Chris, Chris, 2021 playoffs. He earned that to, to, to be, uh, to be, to be seen as a, um, legitimate Robin, but, Damian Lillard, you you do that 10 out of 10 times. I don't know. I think all 30 teams in the league make that trade. You know yeah. what I mean? And I would have been I would have been more upset if it was for somebody else. But it 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 was the right move. You know what I mean? And I love Drew Holiday, but he that series against Miami left a real bad taste in my mouth. It's like, okay, Jimmy on a heater. That's cool. Like uh, you did what you could, but he just couldn't get a bucket. He couldn't create a bucket for somebody else, and it just seemed like we were just stale. And the the movie was over. You know what I mean? Like this was like roll credits for this for this iteration of the team. You know what I mean? Right. Um. But but yeah, I I don't know, man. It's every time you think back on that heat series, it's worse than you remember. Like it's, it's, they had a chance to win so many of those games. It's just, mm-hmm. it's worse than you remember. Um, I that can't. Series is along with the Toronto series, 20, what, 19? Yeah. That I can't re, I can't rewatch. You know how YouTube's got the little eight minute rundowns for all the games. And every once in a while, I just go back. And I just watch our little run, our playthroughs and whatever from each year. But I, I, I'm not doing Toronto over, and I'm not doing that Miami one over. It's just that that was crazy. I can't, I still can't believe that we went out like that. And I was fooled by last year's team, and maybe that's why I'm so hard on this year's team because I don't want them to. <laughs> I'm trying not to be fooled, but yeah. last year's team, I don't know why. I just thought like, man. We about to do it again. And then I I I realized like, yo, we had like Joe Ingles and he can't even move. <laughs> he can't even move. Like, right. 
and it just it didn't feel my it didn't feel good to have my eyes opened in that way. It's it's really frustrating to and again this is just the legacy talk for me is not so much like counting rings or doing all this kind of stuff like that, but it's like we've been embarrassed most of these years mm-hmm. that that didn't end in a title. And so that's kind of the thing we you kind of go back to where you're scared. I, I'm not scared of losing, but you're scared of you're scared of basically looking like frauds in the way that mm-hmm. Philly Philly always looks like frauds at the end of the year. Boston usually doesn't Boston mm-hmm. just loses. But like the way Harden teams used to, where all of a sudden it's just like, you know, the clock strike 12 and it's like, okay, you were regular yeah. season, you were regular season phenomenon, but you're not like ready for this kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, so if I had to nail let's see, two more questions. If I had to nail you down to a prediction, and yes, we're we're coming off, we're coming off min- at Minnesota, at Philly, um, two wins, um, two wins without Chris. Uh, whether correlation is causation on that, I'll let the listener decide. But like we're coming off a high, go ahead and predict how you think the how are you feeling now? Are we gun to your head? Are we winning a title? Are we losing the Celtics? We're losing before the Celtics? How, how are you feeling? At uh, be, I, I don't want to cheat the question, but this is my honest, honest, true feeling. If we can get to Boston, if we can get to the back, if we can get back to number two and see Boston in the conference finals, it truly depends on, I feel like it depends on how both teams are trending when that series starts. You know what I mean? How how strong did though did each team get through those first two series? If we got to see Boston, if we finish three and we have to see Boston in what, the second round? Yeah. that I, I think we'll be out in the second round. I think Boston is still the true threat. New York like gives me like some some, some pause to pause a little bit. Um, but I think we still beat New York. Um so okay, so to answer the question, Eastern Conference Finals is what I can see confidently. If we can get if we can get Back to number two, where we don't have to see Boston until then. I would say that's a toss-up, depending on how we got there and how they got there. If that makes any sense, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's because. the only, and you're parsing it too. But but if you ask me the same question, I'm parsing it also. If we if we all mm-hmm. of a sudden go on a ten game run, everyone, mm-hmm. casuals, stat nerds, street guys, barbershop guys, everybody's gonna be like, see, this is what it always should have been because yeah. we we want it to be true. Because again. It made sense that we win the title now. We got Giannis and Dame, right? Yeah. We got Giannis and Dame. <laughs> we kept Brooke. Oh, we kept Chris. It's over, right? Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. if we go on a run now, I it may be fraudulent. I don't know. But everybody, look, we all, look, man, we all want to believe. Everybody wants to be happy. I'm not like, I don't want to send these tweets out either. Right. Exactly. <laughs> right? Exactly. I'm just, you can only go off of what you see. You know what I mean? That's right. literally what I've always done. And I've had that Twitter since Brandon Jennings and Monte Ellis. You know what I'm saying? And yep. so, trust me, you can go back and find some stuff from 2011, 2013, where my 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 attitude is the same. You can only go off of what you see. And 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 people are just, we got Giannis and Damon. Yes, we do. And that is dope. 
but are you seeing what would will you will you assume that Giannis and Dame are going to do for you? Have you seen it? You know what I mean? Or do you just not care to see it? You just assuming that you'll see it later. I, I can't assume that we'll see it later. I want to see it right now. Right. That's 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 me and right. Yeah. And I need to see the Trey Young version of Dame. I need to see that I don't care how many I don't care if you're five from twenty-four. I need you to just keep chucking. Just keep chucking them up. Get it up. And every time you chuck, you're not turning it over. So that's great. And, and that's kind of what I'm hoping to see. Like, I, I don't know what he finished shooting today, but obviously, like, he, if he just keeps shooting every quarter, there'll be these flashpoints where he hits three out of four and we'll just, and then maybe Malik hits a couple and we're off and running. But I just can't yeah. have him be, I can't have him be so hesitant and just so yeah. lethargic. But, but everyone said he was like this with Portland. It's just we weren't paying attention and we weren't watching Portland games. Everybody says he right. starts starts the year like this. But I I mean, I, I didn't think it was like this. Like this, yeah. I think it's a little bit worse. I think it's a little bit worse because he's still trying to get everybody situated. And I think he wants to bring everybody with him. But like, no, bro, we brought you here to be you. Giannis right. will bring everybody with us. You just do the things that you do. You know, like, if okay, Every time that Dame, like, doesn't shoot, it's Brooke shooting or it's Bobby shooting. Exactly. Exactly. You know what I mean? I, it's that simple. Like, no, I want you shooting that shot. That that super deep three that Brooke just took, no, you were supposed to shoot that. I, You know, it's that simple. I wish somebody would just pull him to the side and just tell him that. Like, no, you still do your reads, and if Brooke is open on the pop, yes, throw it to him. But those plays where you hesitated and then gave it to Brooke or you hesitated and threw it in the paint to Bobby, like, no. Shoot over the double. Shoot that fall away uh, fader that he hit late against Minnesota. Like, come on, bro. I, that's yeah. why you're here. We brought you here to live and die off of that when we need it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah. We're on the same page. Yeah. And and. If I wanted to say everything's going to go great, I'd say Doc Rivers, who's coached a bunch of Hall of Famers and multi-time All-Stars and all that, is the guy to kind of grasp that. It was a crazy thing mm -hmm. to to add such a usage player, such a great usage player to such another great usage player in Giannis. Mm -hmm. And then be like, by the way, have a new coach and, mm -hmm. and, and a new starting uh, shooting guard or whatever. And it's like, okay, go figure it out. Mm -hmm. And so 30 and 13, 33 and 13, whatever it was, you know, was really good considering all that. But, but I think Doc Rivers, the flashiest thing he does is just a little quicker with the quick timeouts, which I think like the most no. casual, casual people can kind of just understand. It's like, it's kind of a nice thing, but I do feel like, I feel like he storms off the bench and complains about one thing, whether he's yelling at a ref or one player who missed an assignment. But I do feel like Doc does a better job of kind of, like you can't yell at everything, you know, just focus yeah. on a, on a couple of things that we're going to do. And, but yeah, I want him shooting even more. Yeah. And, and, and I think, I mean, look, he coached, he coached Chris Paul. He coached, he coached all these guys who, who, you know, all these tough, mm -hmm. tough, tough, tough egos and tough, you know, great players. Mm -hmm. I, I, if you wanted to, if I, I was going to give the most sunniest, rosiest kind of perspective on this, I think this would be the time that maybe it can all come together. And now, now it's just a sprint. Now it's just, Stay healthy, get the best record, and just and run through the league. Yep, that's and that's 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 where I'm at with it, and that's what it looks like 
that's the intent that they played these first two games with. You know what I mean? That's they came out with that intention. They jumped on uh Philly at one point in this game, just jumped on them. What was it? 17 5 run, just all just yep. Dame jumping and passing lanes, knocking balls out of bounds. When you see stuff like that, like non defenders giving that extra effort, that's because before they came out of that huddle, they they juiced that up. Like, we about to go do this. You know what I mean? Right. Damian Lillard don't, doesn't just do that on his own. Like, oh, today I'm just going to play defense. Like, no, they they have a – you can tell that there's a theme and it's, it's to be more to be more intense, to be more to, – to go get it, go take it. You can tell. Just those first two games just that we just saw, it's there. It's just like you said, staying healthy and continuing to, like, produce, produce. So the way you need to. We kept you for a minute. Is there anything else you want to say? Any other hot takes you want to get off? Anything else that's been bothering uh, you? Uh, I think I, okay, I have a question for you. Yep. How do you think Chris should be used when he comes back? Yo, yo, best case scenario fit it to fit what we've seen out of the break. When he comes back, what's how is he best used for you? Here's the problem, and I was thinking about this today. The problem is that Chris, the best version of Chris, gets Giannis off. Because mm-hmm. the passes from 16 feet, he's just so much taller. His arms mm-hmm. are longer, and the, and the alley-oops are better. We saw that bad alley-oop Dame through. I think that was yes. today. I think, yes. So the problem is, and, and the good problem to have when it's working is there's a lot of second quarters where all of a sudden it's two-man ball with Chris and Giannis, and it's going to be superior, and we're going to have mm-hmm. these, these superior stretches. Mm-hmm. I think if we win the title, we will all say, and I will say, and people will think I'm trolling, and I'll be joking, but I'll be serious. We just have to be ready to be like Chris had the dopest 13 point performance i've ever seen yeah the same way we do bobby in a different kind of way we're just like hey man those eight points really helped or boy that two straight shots and and a a foul and we we've always asked him to do too much and to be too much except for when he's like on a heater and i think Mm -hmm. he's out i actually i don't know if people are saying this because i've had a hard time listening to bucks podcast this year i think his defense is fairly stout if he plays 20 minutes i've seen mm-hmm. him throw his chest into guys in the paint a little bit better this year mm-hmm. if, if he know it's the same thing with the whole team like he's got to know what's expected of him right yeah and but but if doc plays him and i get i get frustrated and i get nervous every time i hear it on the broadcast i used to hear it with stan van gundy or people would be like oh he's so important or even they'll be like he's a defensive stopper or all this kind of stuff it's like <laughs> it's like no yeah. man he's 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 Manu Ginobili for us now. He's yeah. doesn't matter what he averages. He can average 16 and a half. Averages don't mean anything anywhere, but we just mm-hmm. want him we want him to stop runs for the defense. Mm-hmm. We want him to just get a couple of shots up and we want like I don't I don't really particularly think the one thing out of all my criticism of him, I don't think he's selfish. I don't think he's like one of these guys, well I just got to get my 20. Mm-hmm. But I do feel like it's kind of like we give him enough usage that he kind of just ends up getting his 20, I would love, 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 love. And actually, to actually, I, usually I pick like a low number, mm-hmm. 20, 25, 26, 27 minutes. But I don't want him just kind of standing around 
slowing down the offense when he's not right. on. I would much rather be like, hey, man, it's your time to go eat. But I don't yes. want that to be the start of the game. I want that to be the first substitution where either Giannis or Dame goes out, and I want that yeah. to be the second quarter. But I want it to be – I want it to be kind of organized. And if he's hot, I mean, it goes, if Brooke is hot, like if anyone's hot, it's awesome. But mm-hmm. to me, we treat him like a. we've treated him for so long. Like he was a player of standing. And if we had traded for Dame, if we had traded for Dame and Chris came from some other team, like the Knicks or something, it's like, Oh, now we got Dame and Chris from these two different teams. I right. don't think we'd have used him like this. We'd have used him more like Malik where it's like, it, it just completely different. So the, I don't know if that answers the question, but I think no, it could really work. But we gotta use him like we gotta use him like an old hand that he is, and not just quit yeah. using him like he's Kobe. That's the thing that's always just been too much for me. Here's my thing: I want him, I want, I want him to still be able to tap into um, what he had a couple of seasons ago, right? I want him to still be able to to create. The only thing that I just don't want to see. Is Chris Middleton bringing that ball up the court as often as he does? And it seems like I don't think that he's selfish either. But it seems like no matter who's the coach, that's something that he does not want to relinquish. You know what I mean? Right. He wants to he wants to get that ball off the glass and come down and set up that offense. And we got two of the seventy five greatest players to ever do that on the team already and chris middleton wants to do it just as often and it just it it doesn't i i can't stand it the game could be so much easier we can make the game so much easier for chris and that that doesn't matter whether he's out there with the first unit or he's leading the second unit chris middleton knows how to take advantage of mismatches chris middleton can go low block and get post up chris middleton can stretch the floor and just go stand the corner chris middleton can do different he's a swiss army He's a really, really good weapon if we simplified it. You know what I mean? We had two, I feel like we just had too many hands in the pot yep. between the three of them. And they don't sometimes Dame, sometimes Dame and Giannis, you could tell when they walk down the court together coming down from a half court set. They don't, they don't know if I should I should I toss this to him real quick or should I just come down and get us in it? They still haven't figured it out yet. You know what I mean? So it's like. To add Chris to that, it makes it, it makes a mess. He has to be the one to really, really sacrifice that. Sacrifice, get off the ball of just a little bit, may, maybe a lot of it, to make this duo work. And in the process, I think you will find like it, it may, it'll make the game easier for you. You know what I mean? There's more energy for you to come down and get uh, help us get big stops. You got your legs under you when that open three comes um, and, and so on and so forth. But I, it's the ball handling for me, man. That's got to that's got to go. We dealt with that the whole I, I was bothered by that the whole first half of the season. Three dudes and, and we don't know who's coming, who's bringing it down. The biggest variable other than injuries and stuff like that, that you can't really do anything about. Right. I think people are noticing it with Dame, but I don't think I ever hear people say it with Chris. They've decided not to give Dame his calls, his Harden calls. Yes, the, the, like we beat. Look, we beat the Heat. We beat the Heat in five last year. If we get the calls that Jimmy Butler got, or if Jimmy yeah. Butler doesn't get all those calls, I mean, they're they're playoff calls. Hey, the crowd's going nuts. 
mm-hmm. kind of swiped. It's a call. Oh, I fell down on the three. It's a call. Like I, mm-hmm. I have a hard time thinking these refs in crazy playoff scenarios don't just kind of keep calling that whistle. They get caught up in it. Plus, they think it's a call, which is a whole other thing. Mm-hmm. But Chris feeds off that too. I bet you yeah. he had five four point plays in the twenty one run. Chris doesn't yeah. want to shoot a three. Like his his shot, his line drive shot is calibrated for seventeen feet. Mm-hmm. He, can, he can. It's almost like Portis, like Portis with this line drive he's shooting now. He can get it up. He can yeah. lean back and get a little bit more arc to it. But he really isn't a three point shooter the same kind of way, right? In the flow of the offense. And so right. what Chris has always done is be like, okay, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna fall down on this three and and I'll get a four point play, or I'll just. Mm-hmm. I, he doesn't want to just take it. He wants to take it with like a way out, mm-hmm. and. If all of a sudden, like, I'm not saying, look, I'm not saying we're getting 50 free throws a game, but I'm saying the biggest variable is, are is Dame going to get these calls? Is Chris going to get these calls? A lot of times Chris gets calls that even Giannis doesn't get. Yeah. But then, but then there are games where he doesn't get them and, and, and Chris has like 10 points. Like, it's a big swing. Yeah. Whether my whether, hot take, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, no, my no. hot take about that is I think he's better at that than, than Dame, the yeah. foul baiting. Yeah. So it's like, I, he, and Chris, we we lived through the generation where that swing through was a real thing, where you can uh, Michael Red, you could underhook that, yep. go up with it, and still get the and one call. Now they say it's a foul on the floor, but I think Chris was has always been cut from that cloth, where he can get the genuine body contact sometimes without having to trick the rest. You know what I mean? He can get his, he can pop his guy up in the air and get the and one from mid range, or he can go up. Where he knows he's going to come down under the guy, or the guy's going to be under him when he comes down. So I think Dane, they were just blowing that whistle for him, and they're not doing that no more. And then now you're realizing that Dame ain't the best foul baiter because some of those shots Dames just fly into, they not fouls. You know what I mean? Right. So some of the time, and then sometimes when he goes to the rack, he get beat up. But now you done got to the point where the referee can't tell the difference. But Chris. He can legitimately – that's a part of his thing. You know what I mean? That's a yeah. part of his bag where he, he – he, those are legitimate fouls. He's a little just – he's a little bit better at it. I think it's because everyone is so much closer to him. He's not jumping as high. Like it, sometimes mm-hmm. you get like exaggerated. Somebody's doing like a cartwheel on the air after they shoot. Yeah, it exactly. looks really crazy. Like if you're like six – if you're like jumping out of the gym, it looks really crazy. And, you mm-hmm. know, but it's like Chris – you know, the defender's right there. He doesn't need any space. And then if he gets a little bit of contact, it's, it all, it looks, it's kind of like, it was weird. They had a couple of plays where they uh, replayed the maxi plays and they were good. Like the one that was a reversal on Brooker, I forget if it was on Brooker Giannis. And it was like, mm-hmm. it was a good reversal, but that's still a playoff foul. Yes. Because it looks like a foul, right? Yes. That was plenty contact. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's like, yeah, he all created, but that that very rarely matters. You know, it's just, hey, yeah. it, was a, it, it was a collision, right? It's and, mm-hmm. and, and very rarely are they gonna, they're not gonna call it offensive or anything. So mm-hmm. it's just, but yeah, I, I think that's kind of the thing. That that's that's kind of the question. And again, what's so take wise to the extent that you're a takesman or I'm a takesman, what I do mm-hmm. like about the playoffs is all that other nonsense goes away. And now it's just like, I don't care how old I am. I am living and dying with a play yes. in, the fir- in the first quarter. Yes. And now it's not about the stuff I was talking about all year. And yeah. now it's about, man, I don't care. I don't care. Like you said, I don't care if it's the Knicks. I don't care if the, whoever would come out of the play in. I don't care who it might be. Now it's like, 
I mean, that's what's so great about sports. You're just completely invested in something you have no control over. But until yeah. then, until then, I, I just the last couple of games have been positive. But I, the All Star game was disrespectful, and like so much of the season was just <laughs> was was yeah. just. And then we get up for the good teams. Then we play the Nuggets, and it's like we gave. I mean, to me, the Nuggets are still kind of the champs. And it's like, oh, we gave yeah. them two good games. Oh, we gave the mm-hmm. Timberwolves a good game. We gave the Mavericks two good games. See, like we're winning the big games. You know, yeah. we gave the Celtics. One bad loss, one good win, or however that went, and but mm-hmm. but it's just the other stuff. It's just it's just these consistent. I mean, again, I'm probably repeating myself, but no, nah, you good because I I I'm with you. I'm I'm with you on that. And for me, I don't know why the in between stuff holds so much weight. Maybe it's because of the way we've lost over the years in the playoffs. You know what I mean? So it's like I just want to check as many boxes as I can in my mind. I don't know, but um. We've been getting up against the good teams since the year started, since the season started. Those middling teams are the ones that do it for us. I don't know. Maybe that's why a lot of other people aren't so worried. But like I said earlier, I want to beat everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody. If, so, if not, if, if not, why watch? <laughs> right. Exactly. Well, hey, man. Um, Thanks. Thanks for coming on. This was kind of cool. If if people if people like this, where we just kind of have one guy or and kind of just do a one on one and let them kind of vent, then we'll maybe we'll do on Sundays or a weekend. We'll carve out an hour and do a little bit more of this. Because this was cool. I always feel like I'm rushing people along and I'm always rushing to the next topic or we're always kind of laughing and yelling. But it was kind of it was cool and we'll definitely. If you want, man, uh, we'll get you back on when the playoffs start, and we'll um, talk about of how course. well everything is going. <laughs> right, exactly. Of course, man. Just let me know. Um, you always, you know, check in, uh, see about my schedule and stuff like that. So yeah, same thing, man. I'll be down for sure. Oh, and I should mention, just I don't know that anybody cares. Obviously, we wanted you on that draft. The schedule is the thing because we wanted you on that draft episode. There's been a bunch mm-hmm. of episodes where I've been like, I reach out and then I end up being a liar because it's like, hey, you should do this and then it doesn't work. Hey, we should get mm-hmm. together, but then it doesn't work. So I'm glad three years later yeah. we finally got to do it again. <laughs> it's all good, bro. It's all good. Just uh, like I said, you know me. I, you know how to reach me. So whenever, man, I'm always down. Well, hey, appreciate you very much. Shut up, happy. Don't feel bad about me. I got my hand back, see? We've only just begun to live White lace and promises A kiss for luck and we're 